if if we can cast any sort of spell, I was gonna try to cast a ninth level gate and go back to the prime material plane. Homie, you there? Great. Homie, this is the world. Yeah. Oh fuck, yeah. Jonah. I'm uh, I'm keeping all this. Okay, <laughs> Hey, what's poppin' listeners? It's time for a brand new, conversational, very loosely formatted podcast within a podcast here on The Quest Company, where we're just kind of vibin', you know? So pull up a drink, pour yourself a chair. Welcome to Talkin' Shop. Okay, I just wasn't sure what how Mr. Joe Lydus Okay. Has done Damn. is is <laughs> what happens when the elder gods yeah. awake in Lovecraft. Ah, okay. Right? Like I see. Shoggoths and shit. Our, okay. our dimension becomes their dimension. Oh. And you get human battery like the Matrix. Sound familiar? Yeah, and, ah, and okay. I'm busy over at this window. I don't even think help I notice him because I'm looking out the window doing the dude from like uh Twilight Zone when he breaks his glasses and is like, there was finally time! <laughs> like, oh my losing God. my mind at the obscene horror that is the world outside. Great. I have seen the void and it has stared back and I am broken. Holy shit. Even yeah, my brain awesome. had uh, not fully processed just how uh, fucked. And now, now my eyes are open and I truly see how how much of a clusterfuck this all really was. Take 2d8 psychic damage. Shit. I uh, jo- you only have two hit points, by the way. I, Jonah, take six points of psychic damage. He's unconscious. Wait. No, that's an instant kill. Yeah, it's an, I'm, instant I'm kill. dead. I'm sorry, I'm Jonah. I'm dead. Ah, damn. So, Fuck, yeah. dude. If you guys have any questions, I'd love to actually, like, and I know I never usually do that. Yeah. But, like, yes, this was The Matrix as by Eldritch God. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. I, I love that shit. I am so into, yes, like, my brain is melting right now. My brain is absolutely melting, and it's also wild to me that I was like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll do some dumb Matrix shit for my character. And that as was As soon as we pulled the thing. hook out, I was, like, I was like, I know where this end is. The only thing I care about is that that thing in the corner doesn't, like, make us have an initiative fight as deprived. Oh, oh no. God. Like, yeah. That was like, oh I was my like, God. I, I, uh, the only reason I gave you the deprive to begin with, I didn't expect. I knew there were several spells that would break the illusion. Okay. Anti magic field was one of them, Hell and yeah. the fact that you were in it would mean you were would be revealed as you actually were, which was deprived. Mm. Um, That's sick. So Damn. I'm, uh, so I had to break it out earlier. Well thought out. Thank Damn. you. Damn. Um, yeah. I, Sorry I mean, about your climactic end, where I was like, "Wait, can we leave?" Nope. No, it's great. Nope. No, <laughs> but here's the thing, man. Clusterfuck revengeance. Everybody survived. Shit. You know. It's true. Also, you might notice Justin of Timberlake never made an appearance <laughs> yeah, I, because in my mind he got eight like Escobert years ago. Oh, I um I did notice. I did notice. <laughs> well done. Very Oh shit, well done. dude. That was awesome. That was so cool. Thank you. That was really fucking yeah. cool. I couldn't decide whether or not to help them in the in the falling they would have helped you in some way that's like i like i had the thought that like you kept like mentioning them so like to andrew i was like puzzle piece they they are they are they are moving cogs in this machine right and it's just like whether or not you use them yes Mm -hmm. precisely one of the things that i was also considering doing yeah i was gonna try and open the hole bigger before like to suck everybody out through yeah no i was gonna try and move what i only assume was an abolith 
Yes, it was an Avalith. Cool. Dope. Yeah. Dope. I was going to try and move it into the real into world. the other side to see what happened to it. In my mm. mind, it was a purely simulated creature. Cool, yeah. So okay. it's the meant Agent to, Smith. Meant to caretake people in their right. dream simulations. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's Agent Smith. Yeah, precisely. Yeah. yeah. Cool, cool, and, cool. And to that, to that effect, it could control the simulation and, like, maintain, like, who was what where. Yeah. But the whole purpose was... And the way that Joe wanted this, because the entire thing started as what if there were level 20s in a level one adventure, what a power trip that would be. <laughs> yeah. What would be the ideal world for heroes? The one where they show up and save the day. Correct. And yeah. can live that forever and never question it. And not lose. And not, and not lose. lose. But then things start going weird. Things like the Gaius continue to have effect. Yeah. You know, that I, was it, cool. it was taking psychic damage every time. Like some time, it, it oh, did, did something like against that. your your goals, but the simulation yes. required it. The second to. you were like it held it head, I was like, I was like that spell went through. I know, yeah, it was like it carried it carried over. That was so cool. But like that's some that's something that D and D like as a nuts and bolts mechanic thing mm -hmm. doesn't encourage you to do. Mm -hmm. But maybe it does. Maybe I'm just like looking at it as an adversary in certain cases. Right. But like in in, in terms of like what spells are is so much less important to me than what they mean. Mm, yeah, you know? like the the mechanics versus the flavor of like what the things actually. Yes. Yeah, but that's the goal versus what you're doing. Yeah, but yeah. that's the goal I think of the spells. At most points, they are a goal of giving you something that has meant something in some context before. Mm -hmm. Like bless, that makes sense. You know, our, our God is with us. But the fact is, there's a mechanical thing attached to that, mm. which I like enough. <laughs> but, but I think I think it's way more interesting to be like, yeah, your god fucking blesses you for a little minute. What does that mean? Can we talk about the fact that there was never divine intervention? You never used never. it. I, I never was very it. shocked that a 100% divine intervention did not happen. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I I thought about it and I was holding on to it until the like I was holding on to it for a moment where I knew that there was going to be no hope like I, yeah, I was like just lost. like I was saving that gate yeah. uh, for for gate also very very much the simulation. in game yeah uh, so I was like saving intervention right now to give all of us our powers back maybe ah in my Did mind, we ever have them in, in my mind these things come back to these characters and there's a whole campaign quest about re you know retaking oh, yeah, retaking the, the world, world or maybe not retaking it maybe having to do something else I and love dying, that I think that's incredible clusterfuck revengeance yeah clusterfuck and revengeance dying, hell yeah miserably in a Probably. terrible ending. I would have like a very hardcore campaign set up to that if I was the DM of that campaign. It would be like incredibly dangerous and you know, you'd have to work your way up to your level 20 powers. Yeah, that's super cool though. And I like that there's that sort of, and I think that that's where my brain was like, no, get out, get out for the end, right. get out. I hope so. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then yeah, that realization of, oh no, that's not how this is going to work. That's not what this is going to be. Yeah. Uh, and having to find that, that's really interesting. That's very cool. I knew, I knew because it was Joe. Yeah. I was like, like, it's one of the things I love about you. Sure. Right. Is that yeah. you were like, I'm running a horror game. Right. Uh huh. So I was like, it's not going to be a pretty end. No matter what. Like, like, sure. That's not right. to say that there's not like monster of the week. You're there, right. There's occasionally there like be. the pretty end. Yeah, right? for sure. But like, when I know that you want to do true horror, <laughs> I know, I know like there's some things that I internally am like, cool. Everything's like either fucked mm -hmm. or like we're going to do like, or like, like redemption of like fucked. that, like right, sort right, of right. like new Ridge things where it's like good things happen, but 
but, but you yeah. know what I mean? It's well, like the classic I, I horror, leaving it open. You know what I mean? Right. It open, and yeah. b- the the worst thing I can do, and why I, I it's funny that I keep fucking coming back to this because when we play off camera, when we play like Druid Quest or yeah. something like that, I really wrestle with the concept of a time loop because yeah. I think it's cool and it engenders cool strategies in players. Yeah. But I never yeah. want to undo the importance of what the characters have done. Right, which is why I thought it was so cool that even though we ended up in the loop that the Gaius still had something that was happening. Some things have to carry carry through the loop, which is really cool. If Fajitsky wasn't a real human Mm -hmm. or like a a real real entity, it would be like Lin and Swift, the commoner. Yeah. I also tried to make some people be way more meta I know that's not a hint, and I know like we you know fart around and talk shit and be like I have six hit points, ah! you know. Right. Yeah. But like the fact that she sort of refuses to mm-hmm. be anything other than a commoner with four hit points, right, is not a hint. But in my mind, it makes sense versus yeah. like Escobert who has real like yeah like yeah. trauma that we see from his. I do have a like yeah. a question I have yeah. about specifically Escobert and I assume Fajitsky, yeah. who was the Dragonborn. I think so. Yes. Cool. Yeah. That Love was that. that was dope. That was um, super cool. Th- those two. I understand why Fajitsky died. Right. Post simulation. Yes. Is the idea that they were both dead at the start of the simulation? I think they died over the course of recording circle circle. Nice. I think cool. that they were consumed. Like for whatever reason, mm. they couldn't give out anymore. Out of their, curiosity, their was out. that like was that a pawn or not a pawn? Was that was that an, something that you had put in place at the beginning? I always knew like, that these there two were are going consumed. to be costs, and mm. depending on the choices made, who it would be. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was think, curious what like I think what we did that would indicate that, that those were the that. two. I, I think that placing importance on the dragon who was not a character until you guys made them a yeah. character you yeah. could have just killed Fajitsky and I wouldn't have ne- I would have never made them an NPC in the real world yes. right to have done this sacrifice but the fact mm-hmm. that you you the players like Joan and Andrew importance gave it. importance yeah. to this thing I was like great you know they could have very easily gone and followed waffles or whoever else and only spent time with them and then I would make clusterfuck the focus of do they live or do they die mm-hmm. right but uh, I I loved the idea that Fajitsky was also in times aware of this simulation because yeah. it was also uh, a person kept in it. In my mind, and maybe this is oversharing, but I feel like oh, this that, is that's what, what like. this is right now. Yeah. This is really this like is a this. fascinating I, debrief. I, I feel like that the the entire purpose of the simulation and the structure of it was a group thing. Mm. Right. It wasn't just one person's fantasy. It allowed clusterfuck to also live out their fantasies as heroes or bad guys or whatever there was. Because that's all D and D really is when you think about it. So when what clusterfuck the characters and also the players went through was within the realms of this simulation, right. mm. like a sort of a group hallucination that allows everybody to have their, you know, sort of. So in yeah. one timeline. Rogar in this world did kill Lydragosa Cyanrath. It just took a couple days, right? Right, yeah, yeah. In yeah, one no, timeline. Good. Here's the thing. I do not think that what we went through with Clusterfuck was this game. Right, right, I right, right, just, right. it's a it's a different... No, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. No, different... but that's, this is, you know, yeah. alternate universe, Clusterfuck 2, Revengeance. For sure. It's like, yeah. For sure. Multiverse, I, I, all that shit. In no way do I want to tie our game two years ago into a larger... Like struggle for existence, or right, right, right. That was what it was, and I loved it for what it was. Yeah, right, right. But I then just wanted to use the template. Yeah, I wanted to use this template to a fuck with you guys and b worked. It uh, worked. Brilliant. Yeah. Um. 
explore like I guess hero idolation. Uh, what is it? Idolization. What, yeah, idolization. Hero role play. Yeah, yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah, fucking help. And it's two hatchets. I, I wondered if I was busted being... min min maxed. Probably not actually the rules bullshit. No, I don't know how somebody <laughs> could be so min maxed and also not capable. Right, running in. <laughs> like the whole con- and it's super easy running in half cocked yeah that's how you're super min maxed and die all the time but I'm not even like I'm talking about do you remember because and sometimes in the middle of the night I wake up sweating remembering this but the the plot that help had along with Justin of Timberlake oh to God. allow the cultists to string them up by their toes or yes the yes, toes, yes as a distraction as though that was the dist- and I'm like okay you're hanging upside down you have disadvantage because oh you're hanging God. upside down and they just like attacked them and they're just like, he's like a punching bag yeah they yeah. have advantage on attacks and I was like um, injured as the paladin but I was just like yeah. Oh yeah, because you'd like Cause died, I, so you I still also had. You didn't know, know how to roll. Oh yeah, because you weren't adding anything I yet. Wasn't adding anything, so it was just like straight rolls on all attacks. Oh my god, which is not good for how you play D and D. It's not good for a melee character because oh. you won't hit anything, no and you will be in the way of being hit by everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sorry. I wasn't adding strength or proficiency to any attack. Just flat rolls. Just flat roll. Like oh, that's man. what I thought it was. I was like, oh, that's you just use this guy. I was like, where, where's the math? All these people are talking about. Right. There, there's and so little like, math. I don't oh, know. Oh, there it is. is. But uh, you guys want to do the debrief? We could. This this, this can just be like a little bonus ep- apart from the final. Oh yeah, yeah totally, circle. Totally. What do you guys think about the Unearthed Arcana? I'm really intrigued by. I I thoroughly enjoyed playing this uh, Twilight Domain cleric. I thought that it was really interesting, and obviously there were certain aspects of it thematically thematically that just happened very fortuitously to fit perfectly in the shit that you put together which i thought was really cool and then there were some other things that for this particular campaign setting thing uh wasn't the most optimized but sure like healing features you know like i actually thought about that i was like man there's all these awesome skills and spells and features you have to do with keeping your allies alive in darkness. Yeah. And that's awesome. And it's also it usually cool like if you were running like out of the abyss. Oh man. Oh my yeah, god. Like right. a Twilight Domain cleric in like out of the abyss yeah. or you know um, give me give me that the, give me a, from the underdark. Is that the give same me a thing? battle master, yeah. Yeah. you know, and you guys would be so well like oh, equipped yeah. to tackle Well, under, especially if I'd done a strength build Twilight Cleric because yeah. I decided to go a little dexier because I'm a goblin. Because you knew but, Andrew was invariably going to be Yeah, he was going to be beefy. Smashing. I just assumed. Almost wasn't. Um, but with that, like the Twilight Domain Cleric gets proficiency with martial weapons and heavy I armor. I saw that. So if you are a Twilight Cleric and you've got at least one other big beefy friend that's going to go up in the shit with you, yeah. you guys can wreck shot. You can be the secondary tank. Yeah. yeah Especially once you get that darkness ability. That's oh like my God. way later on. Yeah, that, like, that's like the capstone, but still, it's disgusting. It's, Especially if it's against something that doesn't have like, you know, true sight or whatever. Yeah, it's straight up like the 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 single best wingman that any beefy brawler could, could could hope for. Yeah. You get the spell casting and the durability for a secondary tank. Yeah, it's a super, super good wingman, yeah. like the Eyes of the Night feature, uh, where you have dark vision with no maximum range. Right. Uh, at first level, and you can see in dim light as if it were bright, darkness as if it were dim. Uh, but that also seems to as, not as make sense. No, it doesn't. Uh, and I would say that it, it doesn't it it doesn't have effective range in the sense that right. like 
you're able to see just as normal like as you'd a be human. Able, yeah, you, yeah, you're yeah, not able to see like an eagle. I don't far see forever, yeah. but I see cool. as far as I would regular see in the daytime. Hey, I just see that. Based on that <laughs> language, it's like <laughs> it's like I can see through space. Yeah, exactly. as long as it's and dark. Say, yeah. Let's get Eldritch, and you can see the fucking Elder God on the other side of the universe. Right. So <laughs> that's one of those like wording things. But it's yeah. like yeah, I just like see like it's yeah. light outside. The effective all the time. range of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but also that as an action, you can magically give that benefit to any number of creatures you can see within 10 feet of you for 10 minutes you can yeah. do that a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier per day yeah. if you've got a bunch of humans or other people that don't yeah. have dark vision in the party that's crazy it, it, it also it's really the goal of the cleric right in yeah. this sense is that you are Support. able to open things up for your mm -hmm. party in addition to with the heavy armor take some hits yeah well know? what like one of the things I like about it is it's like it's one of the things I really like about the um like the arcane cleric, what is that one called that's in the sword coast? Oh, the arcana cleric? Arcana yeah. cleric. Yeah, yeah, uh, Is that, like, a lot of people probably are like, I'm going to take fireball, right? Which is totally fine. Right. But, like, one of the things I think about is cool about, like, cleric has a lot of, like, I'm going to heal, right? Like, obviously. But it doesn't necessarily have a lot of, like, wizard support. Yeah. Where it's, like, yeah, arcane support. Not necessarily, stuff, like, yeah. blaster, but, uh -huh. like, here's how I can help on, like, help on a different... Help. like space or playing level or like how can I change like it goes to like playing like Final Fantasy Tactics or like Fire Emblem where how it's do like, I change how do I change the parameters. battlefield how do I change the encounter yeah in That's favor right. of the party and I love well, this yeah. like darkness thing and the ability to be like Here's a way I can buff my party that's not just me like healing or blessing yes. or baning right that's it's awesome. like I'm we're in darkness this is my like like rangers have right yeah my this, domain this is my domain of like Awesome. That's yeah. why I love Conquest Paladins because mm -hmm. they let you build the true buffer. Do we need to like save or anything? Are we worried about um, like here, the file I'll, size? I'll, I'll, I'll save real quick. Hello, friends, and thank you for listening to the first episode of Talk and Shop. Uh, we hope you're enjoying listening to us chatting about everything kind of in this one circle, but also other side quests, other quest company things in general uh when we do more of these in the future we'll probably be a little more streamlined but we had fun just talking and we're probably going to do some more of these i think that next week we'll do another one where we talk about some unearthed arcana stuff and we'll sprinkle them throughout as we give you more and various content in the future but if you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. If you want to give us that support, you can do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. We also have a link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through the Connect page on our website or by finding us on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at The Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us in our Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out our website. It's all there. I'd like to thank Mr. Joe Lightus for editing this episode and thank the wonderful artist whose music is featured in it, Thank you to Doug Maxwell for the song Swing Swing Bada Bing, and thank you to Tabletop Audio for providing the ambient sounds. Additional sound design by Slappy and New Age Soup. That's all for me, so let's get back to the nonsense. Thanks for listening to Talk and Shop here at the Quest Company.
on. I just turned this back. Oh, okay, on. Just, sorry. Just now. I was just like, uh, it's just good stuff. So. Oh, I wasn't worried about any of this. Yeah. But like, then I was like thinking about like, what is like a character that I would want to like represent, right? Like, I might play him if we do like another like D and D like one off or something like this. Yeah. But like, uh, I I it, he ended up all being wizard character that I'm making everybody or made. Um, he ended up being almost completely made because of the spell find familiar. Ah, uh, okay. In that is the first spell he ever cast. Uh-huh. And it was to be a, basically create a service animal because he's crippled. Oh, wow. And so like everything came from like, uh, not being good at what his parents were famous for being good at. And his siblings were good at. Wait, so he was in a, uh, his family was adventurous. Is that what you're saying? I, yes, I was saving. So I no, 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 you're good. It's like uh, I'll I'll send his backstory to you guys or well him. Sorry, you can't have it if he ever becomes in Druid Quest. Fair. Um, but like it's like uh, a mother and father that were heavily involved with like church, like paladin cleric yeah. coupling yeah. Mm-hmm. that helped like revitalize a church. Yeah. Like a whole form of worship to one god, like help bring back a like god. Like they are the patriarchs of this, right. Of this new wing, and uh, like his sisters are, were really talented at like that stuff, and he just didn't have that connection, yeah, or whatever. Or couldn't like find it as a kid. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he didn't believe in stuff. It was just like, what's the difference between a cleric and somebody that prays at the church in D and D? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's something yeah. extra. I. There. I remember way back before uh, uh, Corin existed, I was thinking about, like, because you were saying, like, what kind of character would you want to play on the pod? And I was like, I would love to play a barbarian that was trained yeah. to be a paladin and, like, couldn't just, it just had no I think it's similar to what Griffin's doing. Is that right? Yeah. Like, the, like that he went to, like, a night school, school about, school. all about yeah. chivalry, chivalry and whatnot. And honor. And, and this barbarian up, like, just can't get it. Like, yeah. never ever have the spark yeah. and it would just or, be pure fury fury barbarian or yeah or in the case with Griffin's new one that you know he arcane this this arcane stuff popped up and just messed up his whole deal yeah yeah but it's like intended to go in one direction but just it, it doesn't work out yeah. before I ask about the Lazarus uh, I wanted to pop back to one yeah, thing about sorry. the cleric no, no it was but, like a whole tangent no, it's, we were yeah, saving it, no it's what you were talking about with the, the idea that you're changing the world and the battlefield and the mm. parameters and yeah. like these things that was what most excited me about Limbo about yeah. this fight where you know mm-hmm. you you literally had to well, that shape was a mechanic the battlefield. Of it. Yeah, yeah. Like well, you have to have it. Yeah. Especially once the realization occurred of the concentration factor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, how that it, really it wrecked my shop for a It minute. was honestly oh. meant to hurt a little bit. Oh, See, here's yeah. the thing. Absolutely, absolutely. It became very funny for me because I was like, as a paladin, I can't do any spells. Right. Like almost all every paladin are. spell yeah, it's is, all is concentration. concentration. All the smites. There's concentration, a few that aren't, like, but like your basic smite isn't. But but like I was like once I had tore open the thing, it was like I'm better served, I think, doing that ripping and tearing than doom marine. Like like I was like I can try and attack this abolith, right? Like Andrew was like I'm pretty sure it's an. You could have taken it like, down. Like it wasn't infinite kobolds. I, you know what I mean? I right. Did, like. I think that's what it like. I think it was certainly a challenge that we could have done, especially yeah. if we had pulled in other like, people, clusterfuck or like other Oracle things. Falcash. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, those waffles, half orc, half something. <laughs> half orc, half eldritch being might actually be in charge Man, of the other side. I'm yeah, not gonna I say really... shit, but I kind of wish you guys had talked to him. I wanted really? to. Oh. I wanted to before stuff really went to shit, but then we Chance, had to. I kind of wish we had thing. talked to. Chance, Chance was one of the people that really 
fucking like talked to me a lot about what he wanted his character to be and like yeah. the, the, not only the flavor but like the he had an entire backstory ready to go and it was this it was Lovecraft shit it wasn't this like what I what I've written yeah, for this but it was vibe. his whole idea was his patron was named Harold yeah but, like, I remember like the slide the, gu- like a yeah, blue the slide, slide guitar, guitar when we came across that one chasm yeah. and this feather floated up out of the chasm and he grabbed it and he was like cool. Some yeah, wild shit. But he was a barbarian. But he was a barbarian, <laughs> right? Like only chance, right? But like the idea With that probably no intention to ever be a warlock. No, no none. for sure, none. So do you remember that I ended up giving him like a version of the Necronomicon yes. that let him cast commune? Yes. Like with Harold the Herald, which yeah. is such a cool. Like what? As a magic item, I'd rather have the ability to cast commune as a barbarian than you know the plus four sort of. Crangling. It's much more interesting. Yeah. Especially if you've got the character with that, like, yeah. backstory connection to that. Yeah. As a barbarian, like, fuck, that's awesome. Yeah. It's really, really cool. What were your thoughts with Lazarus, I- either mechanically or, or character-wise, that you want to uh, sort of dive I, into? Like, I will say this. I am, I am, I, Andrew, am uh-huh. often not impressed with Unearthed Arcana. Same. Sorry I, if anybody's listening to this from Wizards. No, I mean, like, it's... It has, it's it's playtesting. Yeah, sure. like, it has not nothing to do... Like, I mean, the like, products. Yeah, it's not me being like... I, like, I fucking love Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. y'all. I think they do I mean, an awesome job. Yeah. All I'm saying is, like, usually when Unearthed Arcana comes out, I'm like... Sure. Like, I, I get what you're trying to do, but... Meh. Like, like it, it's not... Yeah. It's usually not for for me. Right, but that's right? why they put it out there, and that's why they have right. the surveys and stuff, because sure. like, cause it's not where they want it to be. Yeah, yeah, that, but that's like, a totally fair thing to say. And I'm trying to think of what, like, like some of the ones I looked at that I was just like, okay. Like, the, the monk, the current, like, Unearthed Arcana oh, monk the JoJo right monk? Now. Or, like, the one with all the arms and shit? Yeah. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's not me being mean. It's just, like, one of those things where I'm like, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would still, I would still play way of the open palm. It's food for thought. Uh, yeah, you know, but I, like I, subclass wise, I, I, I Andrew want to read a subclass and go like, ooh, I want to play that just as bad as I want to play this other subclass. Right, right. Mm. The the sorcerer, right? That they just dropped. A barren like, mind. mind that was By like, the way, that would have been perfect in this one. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I thought about playing it for a long time. It was uh, one of the classes that I still want to play. I want to play an aberrant mind one because I think it's a super cool design, and I think it's super cool that they are breaking the the thing that a lot of people see as wrong with the sorcerer subclass, the which class is like, I don't spells. have spells. Yeah, I have mm. like, a, I'm I'm gonna get fireball. Right, and, I and I'm just gonna be whatever. a DPS boy. Oh yeah, yeah. your right? quote like, domain spells that yeah. you get from. And I guess the, you could do buffs pretty well with twin yeah, buffs. Yeah, like you can do a lot of cool things as a sorcerer, and I think it's why they have less spells. But it's but to me, I'm like, you're still a committed six hit point spellcaster. Yeah, I feel like you should be on par with the amount of spells a bard gets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not yeah. C- not counting because wizards, there's still known obviously. spells with both classes. They're both known spells, right. so it's like, like why do you have like, less than a the bard and a warlock? Are both uh, like eight hit point roll. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That have some proficiencies. Yeah, and a bard's a full caster. And a bard's, uh, like, and a bard's a full caster, Indications right? Indications can give you a shit ton of flexibility. I get why Warlock only has 15 spells. Honestly. You only have four slots per rest. Like, I get why bards have a lot of spells. Yeah. Like, I, I get sense. that. But I don't know why sorcerers are dropped to a lower level of spells. It, it felt like it should have been a subclass of wizard. Yeah. I, I don't disagree like with a, that. Like a meta magic wizard. Yeah, like the the same way that Battlemaster just kind of suffers by being the only fighter that can trip somebody. You know, 
I feel like everybody should have as part maneuvers. of an attack. Yeah, yeah. No. Everybody should have maneuvers. Like if there are martial class, like you can well, yeah. even have it as a fighting style. And we've discussed. I, know, I like that yeah. in that new Unearthed Arcana yeah, where I they that have was great. the maneuver as a fighting style. But I think that's interesting. You would need to replace the battlemaster with like the supreme maneuver person, right? Yeah. Right. Because the first thing every person does when they play a martial class, if they've never been exposed to D anD D, is they try to do some cool shit that is not optimal mechanically. Like, yeah, mechanically. It, it and it, it they feel bad and i feel i see them feeling bad and i'm like you'll get it just just push through this moment and you will see what a great system and what a great is. awesome thing it is yeah. yeah um all that said to say right i love the heroism paladin yeah, yeah it's awesome like i fully made an aberrant mind sorcerer like i made a zero to 20 character which takes <laughs> a little bit of time yeah That's especially when they're a full caster right oh my right? god so many yeah and i read the heroism paladin and i was like this feels like a class. I guarantee you in the next book that they have classes in, it's gonna be some in form of it will be in there because yes. it fits, A, perfectly into what paladins already are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it feels it feels like the holier-than-thou paladin that is more about action as opposed to, like, the rules, healing. devotion. Yeah. yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, the holier-than-thou paladin right now, which is an awesome class, and it's rude that I'm calling it the holier-than-thou, but true, that's though. just that's, the best I got. That's what it is. Um has a lot of cool things that are like, my God helps me fight. Yeah. This paladin feels very much like you can flavor it in like, I'm just a dude. Yeah. Like I could see Corin being like on this path to some extent. Oh. No, 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 no. It all depends. No, no, no. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just meant he like. He might fall into conquest. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I just meant like in the, in the thought process of like, I don't think it's necessarily about like, Look at my devotion to my God. Yes, and it is what I do with it. Yes, yeah. my by my, my deeds, will, which I think is yeah. super cool. Yeah, I also think it has really cool uh, mechanics. Mechanics, mm-hmm. mighty deed rules for a paladin. Well, there's one that I didn't even like. I wonder ever... if they'll nerf that. I think they will. They'll make it a bonus action or yeah. something. Well, I think what they'll do with or mighty at least deed once per turn is it will be uh, you can use it amount of times to your charisma modifier per rest. Like per, per short rest, per short rest, or per rest, that makes per long rest. Yeah, like to like me, that'd be great. because you're basically doling out like like whenever you score a critical hit, critical hit or kill someone, yeah. which is going to be you're going to be killing people as a paladin. It all depends generally. though of whether or not things can be frightened like undead, which I always like to keep in mind with Correct. fear as a mechanic. But mm. even when like even if like something's undead and you can't frighten it, you have the option of being like, let me give three people or my charisma modifier. Excuse me. Oh no. Uh yeah, my charisma modifier. So you had a plus five in Chariz, right? Then you could give five people one D six plus five temporary hit points. Yeah. Every time you do that. So you're basically doing like boom boom boom. Now does that res? Like if you're unconscious and you gain temp? Mm, I don't think temporary no. hit if points. If you gain res. max hit points, it they're does. basically a shield. Temporary right. hit points basically function as a shield. Once they're gone, they're gone. But it, if if you increase like the spell aid, if I recall, it doesn't give you temp it gives you temporary maximum hit points i think for eight hours which means you just gain that just means that your max points. is bigger increases it, yeah, yeah it's there's a, a difference it's not between. an empty max it's a full max it doesn't give you the possibility of five more hit points it gives you that and it gives you it that up. and Let's raises see, your yeah. bar so that would take you out of unconsciousness let's I see think. Um, so um you're 
aid, the wording is your spell bolsters your allies with toughness and resolve. Choose up to three creatures within range. Each target's hit point maximum and current hit points increase yep. by five right. for the duration. So that's so not that temporary, hit temporary, temporary yeah. hit points. Temporary hit points. As that so mechanic is. That that's, would. You increase their maximum yeah. for that amount of time. Temporary hit points basically function as like shield. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like here's a buffer, which is why like. Like overheal. I love, I love the idea. Like to me thematically. Temporary hit points probably look more like a uh, a shield, or like something. a psionic shield. Oh, for sure. Or yeah. like like a, like uh, I think Mass Effect, like the barriers, right? Yes. Where it's like woo, woo. what? You don't think just another like arm sprouting out of? <laughs> God, I love the hit idea this. of a paladin busting like a hundred hit points of lay on hands into a commoner. I and assume you would just be like, that's people. all they need. But no, like, I feel like that would be the paladin awakening of that commoner. Yeah, that's fair. It's like they now have a like. Granted, a there's a level line. one spell for that. Was that the oh, ceremony? No. Ceremony? Ceremony? Like I would, if I was a DM, oh, I and somebody was, was oh, like, right. it says, "I want to like, induct." There's a conduct, like uh, there's a coming of age one. Yeah. Oh, and that, that could like, totally to me, give would be like, that would give you a class deal. level for sure. Um, if you were an NPC. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah let it also has this character. awesome uh, thing that I didn't use at all because I forgot about it. Oh yeah, I had a thing or two that I didn't use at all. Just uh, yeah. keep at that in mind. Fifteenth level. As a reaction, you can gain like when you get hit, when a creature hits you. As a reaction, you can you uh, you can uh, add a bonus to your AC AC uh, that's your charisma modifier. You're kidding. So potentially you have a reaction shield if you have a five charisma every turn. Oh shit! Yeah, for one attack. For one attack, it's not like shield Especially where it covers where it for the round. Or so it's the like round. uncanny dodge, but to an AC as opposed to get rid of correct. Damage. Okay. If the attack misses, if if you doing that makes the causes the attack to miss, which that wording makes no sense, but whatever. You can attack um, them. You get to make one weapon attack against the attacker as part of the reaction. As That's bonkers. I Is there love a limit that. On that? Uh, it's once per round. Okay, once per round. Did that never happen to you? Uh, I think it did, but it was like against Cobalt, and my brain oh, okay. was just like, not worth care. it. Yeah. I'll kill him on the next turn, yeah. or you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because like, uh. Or it was high enough. It was too high that it wouldn't have mattered. Like, the dragon, I think, hit me. Right. Oh, and it was, was like, like 30. When cool. it hits, it's like 10 more over. Um, but what I love about that is your capstone ability, right, is um, the living myth, right, which is I, – I read it yeah. already. But uh, the, it has the – if you fail a saving throw, you can use reaction to succeed instead. It's, it's a really interesting thing to me that they built a – a paladin subclass that focuses a lot on the reaction. There use. are a lot of reaction things because yeah. there's not a lot of that for paladins. Only it's why they take whole arm or something. Well, it's a lot of the reasons why they take sentinel. So is you because have you have like your reaction is more readily because people it. think people, things are gonna like move around you, try to run away. Or run so what I think is really interesting is it becomes about especially at level twenty because it was one of the things I was thinking about in the abolith fight at the end was like if I use this and then it tries to take my mind. Everybody's dead. I can't make that. I can't just auto succeed that saving throw on as part of my reaction. Oh, as if part of I reaction? use yeah. it, if I use my oh. reaction to like parry something. So I was oh. like, I, I was like, reaction. I accept all damage that this thing's going to do to me except for saving oh, throws. That'd be some high level play. You know what I mean? But like that's, Damn, that's yeah. wasn't on 20. my mind. Maybe I'll keep it in mind <laughs> next time I run an Abeleth. But it's your level 20 monster. <laughs> for like, sure. Right. So yeah. to where like domination is a factor. To where I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Which wow, yeah. What best? What better serves me? Good work. Dropping, adding some to my AC and getting a free attack. Yeah. Or being not controlled. Yeah. yeah. Not made insane. Because mind control paladins is bad news. I love <laughs> that. I love that you that 
that that that paladin has essentially a legendary action, like in the yeah, sense that basically so is, I, yeah. I know which I know, is a really cool level twenty it's exactly a cool capstone. which a capstone is one of the things that I struggle with so much for so many of the subclasses in D anD D. Yeah, is that it's They're like it's not worth it. I I need a reason to not multi-class multi-class because like because so like level 20 is mm. so far off and like this is literally yeah. the only time that we've ever played level 20 characters like, and so it was like yes i'll go single class into that because like it's it's all here and i want to not also lose my mind even more but like if you're just playing a regular campaign you're pretty aware of the fact that odds are you're not going to go all the way to level 20 so why does it matter if i dip and i don't get my barbarian 24 max strength and constitution well, or why whatever. am i worried about that anyway i'm I just was... going to find a giant belt exactly exactly or or like my dm will do something to make my character not shit right like that's yeah. the, that's the way that i think about it that like the entire job of the dm is not in the sense that you're pulling punches i feel like death should be a real present threat it's a circle as <laughs> also a circle death is a circle um uh, we can talk about that if you guys like as well. But uh, the, yes. the, the whole concept that uh, that the DM's job is to maximize fun. And fun comes in many different flavors and is different to every single different character. Well, you and I have had this exact question. It's the first section of the DM handbook. Exactly. It's you like, and I have had this conversation players. a million times. And, you know, the guy, what's his name, Dan um, Colville? Matt, Matt Colville. Matt Colville. Talks about it all the time. And the idea that you know, sometimes you have players that are, are worried or anxious about the numbers or maybe they didn't roll as high for their stats and all that stuff. And I just want to, like, take their hand and say, I am not going to let the dice or something as paltry as numbers fuck with your experience. It's not a board game. It's not a right. board game. They're like, it's not It's not a competition. It's not a board game. Like, you can't win D&D. &D. Yeah. Whether it's the plot or it's an item or whatever it is that will but, assuage you or make you you have fun, I will, I will do my best to provide that, and it will not be the numbers that let you down. That person has probably had a DM that... A bad DM that is like, I'm going to make it... Like, this is my big struggle, and I don't know... I don't know how DMs... Some DMs get it in their mind that this is the way to play the game, but like I don't understand the competition between DM and player. It's not adversarial because no, if that it defeats the whole point. If if it's a competition between a DM and the players, summon an ancient black dragon at level one and kill them all. Because you win, huzzah! It's, it's like the fucking theater of imagination. The DM, if we're if we're to believe this, has complete control over reality. You're the top deity. You're the you're the most powerful thing yeah. in creation. The All Father. You are creation. You so. Just, <laughs> To you know, smite them with lightning and say, oh, well, I win. So not only is it useless to get in a fight with a DM, the fact that the DM could get in a fight with you is a is not a good DM. It, That's not a god you want in it's, your, it's, your reality. It's a hexagon with infinite amounts of kobolds. Right. Which I would only pull on you guys for a joke and as an interstitial. <laughs> for <laughs> sure. But you know what I mean? Like right. you yeah, had yeah, yeah, yeah. you had a way out of that situation. Had we stood there and right. just had and been like, let's keep forever fighting with them. Forever. Yeah. yeah. Like you would have held us to it, which is totally. I super wouldn't have though, because that would take infinite years to kill you guys. Sure. Well, I would fast but forward like, it. You probably. Oh, yeah, would have we, like given clues yeah. or things like there was a way out of that situation yeah. as opposed to just like like you either get it or i sit here and roll this until you die yeah right Right. like yeah. which is probably a dm that people have had before right yeah yeah the, the, the if something isn't understood it is not usually the fault of the player in any circum in any circumstance oh, yeah. it is because Either there and was. It's not really the fault of the DM. It's a hard thing to do. For it's sure. just communicating. <laughs> exactly. Communicating is hard sometimes. Yeah. 
and the entire well, communicating a world and a picture. Like, oh my god, yeah. to, to to tell from you my guys, imagination to yours. I mean, my entire struggle with these things is how do I provide enough details that the pertinent details are not obvious mm-hmm. and they don't give away the whole plot in the first right. ten seconds of the game? Because a well constructed game has elements of the ending in its beginning. It's a cir- it's a circle. Which it's is, supposed to be a circle, which is why and like. After I listened to the first two parts of Circle, I was like, coming into this session, I was like, it's fucking help. It's fucking help. It was the first thing that happened in the whole damn thing. <laughs> like, I listened back to it because I was like, yeah, he's bringing it back around. You you have to bring everything back around. Or else I think your players, or, or even you as a DM, don't feel satisfied that it, it, it came, that the ending came from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And that's something, honestly, that I feel like I kind of missed the boat with with New Ridge mm. in the sense that Tommy Sierra was a massive part of the session zero that you guys had yeah, true. that nobody else gets to hear. True. And part of me loves that. But it also means that the ending of our televised radio show podcast doesn't seem to have come from the podcast itself. Right. I it know. comes from something well, that just, we didn't It's have. just why we just got to do it again. A season yeah, two. Yeah, it's oh, for sure. That's why we got to do Ridge season oh, two. Oh, for sure. But yeah. that's, well, that's so interesting, though, because I mean. To put you on blast. <laughs> no. I, We're no. going to do Ridge season two. Hey, man, two. I can only run eventually. eight or nine of these fucking one-shots. <laughs> <laughs> like, Manifest was never going to be, like, a full series. It was a one-shot oh, God, no, for yeah. the podcast. And then we're like, we like this. We'll come back to it. Well, that's the and whole And we thing will that... come back to it. I promise you, listeners. It's just, we just got to get that finale. Schedules is hard. Yeah. But like, well, it's a lot been on me. Just going no, out. Well, it's, just it's going out of town, town. Yeah. right? But like, I'm about going to go out, out of town, town makes it very hard. <laughs> yeah, like Cash, you could say. Like, yeah. I love that Cash is is doing what he wants to do in New York. And love stuff, you so much, Cash. But it means that we have to be very clever about how we schedule what. Yeah, and that's just something that has as yet been too much. Yeah, well, and that's just like, well, the scheduling and also just you know playing and everything. Like with the New Ridge Session Zero, I mean that session zero that we played off mic just for funsies when we couldn't you know get everybody together for main quest or whatever it was never intended to be that but then that was the start of all of the side quests yeah. that we do on the podcast it was that, night. that was that it was just we were getting guinnesses at, at fucking mcnamara's yeah yeah and then we're like oh let's let's play something spooky and then we were like shit now we have to know what now, happens to colton wendell next you know what we were doing we were trying to game jam we, yeah. we, we went, we That's disappeared, right. we, we each, we set something like a 15 or 20 minute furious writing session, everybody comes back with an elevator pitch for their game, and you guys chose the sort of X-Files, almost uh, Stranger Things in the Woods kind of thing in 1970s. Yeah. Andrew, I think, was playing with the Mad Max thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Still playing with that. Uh, and Lovecraft. Which, yeah. 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 I'm excited. That one's, that one's starting to come together a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, bring um, my brain more. Obviously, this did very much. <laughs> uh, God, I love you, Jonah. Lovecraft doesn't have a happy ending, Jonah. Yeah, yeah. Like, the best you can hope for is putting off the... The heat. best you can hope for is becoming a disciple of a great old one and, and getting speaking eaten. ill in gibberish. Because <laughs> at least you're happy about it. Right. Oh, yeah. At least you're having a good time. At least you're not, like, eating your own shit in right. a corner because oh of God. the dripping insanity that right. is your life. Gosh, shit. But now I'm like, yeah, now I'm going to play out what happens to Clusterfuck plus these two. It's, it's um, fascinating. Yeah. But, no, I was thinking, like, I'm wondering, like, I just had to, like... Brain blast. Thanks, Jimmy Neutron, Circa, whatever. Um, but, like, if we did a, like, think tank 
15 minute sort of thing similar to what we did when we did that world war ii one. Oh yeah uh, also off mic yeah but uh, yeah off mic but just like just like a random real quick like we think about something and drop into it and like record the whole of the process you know what i mean yeah i don't i don't like I, like, I don't know how I would necessarily feel about that, but it was just a random thought that I just had. and was like, You know what yeah. huh. that might be good for is each person has a mic in a different room and talks through their process of, like, what if I did this? What if, oh, and how about that? And then the final product, whatever we chose, had the splice together. Yeah. Like, thoughts That's interesting. Yeah. Of, like, this person, while this person was writing this, this person wanted to go down this road. Yeah. And then we have the pitch session and then, you know, adjourn or session zero. And then come back and, yeah. and do it. No, no, no. It was just a random. Yeah, that, that would be a great, uh, I think, format. It'd be well because, like, that's that's creativity, right? Well, because like yeah. also one of the things I would love to do is like show people that it is not as hard. Yeah, yeah. As everyone thinks it is to DM, like, well, like especially is, for planet in a PBTA or Tiny D6 right, or whatever right. kind of format, is, which everyone should DM. Like, it yeah. is hard if you're doing a long form thing. Yeah, yeah. N- not because like uh like necessarily difficulty like it's just a time thing yeah. when it's like long form and it's yeah. like let me really think about like how does this affect this there's an information uh almost deterioration especially with large groups and especially over time yeah. you forget what it is that you know yep. and i joe am constantly thinking about what it what the literal specific wording of things I said two years ago, which I have to go refresh myself or they're in a Word document somewhere. Right. But I know that there's no way in God's green earth everybody else remembers unless they wrote it down. Right. Which they might not have. Yeah. Right? And the, the that introduces the entire thing with you have to reintroduce important information without making it bleedingly obvious that you're setting up this or yeah, setting right. up that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Information really does sort of degrade when you when you have a very long campaign. Oh yeah, it's well, so it's yeah, so easy to something what your character knows versus what you know. Yeah, or what was you know. But even like when point. you plan one through twenty, right, right, like the, some Years. of the, some of the stuff that I've planned for like Quest Company, right, like trying to keep in line things that are happening in another country, right, right, and it doesn't have to be like down to a T, let me know exactly what's going on. But, but like timelines. Continuing to have like a structure of your entire world, world versus like Yeah. Uh it's one of the things it's one of the things like I am interested in with the new McElroy mm-hmm. thing. The over the structure of the world. When you're dealing with like uh, like a magic campus like Hogwarts mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like if you look at the first Harry Potter book. Mm-hmm. That whole book really takes place on that campus. Yeah. yeah. Right? So instead of having a world that's like, here's five warring countries that are like doing this, it's a really flushed out, small, narrow, narrow right. uh, perspective. But it can be uh, really- we, we literally talked about this like in the in the last, last you know, sort of uh, not off mic, but, you know, post whatever when we were uh, – when, uh, what we put on the back end, like big, empty versus small oh, and full yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, but from but the be small, so you get detailed. to see the large. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you can at any point when you start there, mm-hmm. pull in things to make it bigger. Like Rival it's schools. one of the things. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things I Andrew wish I had more knowledge about or or had seen more or whatever when I started mm-hmm. writing stuff for the main quest. Yeah, yeah. because like. 
it was immediately like, oh, I want to get grand and big with it. Because, like, I did. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a far more, in my opinion, difficult set of rules as opposed to, like, making something small clear and then adding pieces to it. That mm-hmm. hint at the larger and yeah. the grander. That's what I think about the red door. I think I love so much is that the, we do not know what that red door is that you that you put in, oh, in, down in the mines in the yeah. mines in Questco. It it is a larger picture of something yeah. that we only have a small. And Joe obviously has some thoughts, <laughs> some, you know. And I think it has something to do with the ruins that we traveled through on the way down. Yeah, and you know, but no, just, it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> but it's unopenable. It's, just it's like that place in like the video game where like you know that there's just white nothing on the other but side it of it makes you think there isn't <laughs> and that's brilliant design because it's only ever an illusion what we're doing right, right. Mm-hmm. and yeah. the illusion has to be self-contained or else it feels diffuse and meaningless and it has to point towards something larger or else it feels again kind of self-contained and meaningless uh, but it it's, it's such a fine line and that's the one thing that i think i really cracked open with manifest is the mm-hmm. idea that mm-hmm. there is this world that i can pull in little elements from and make important in either in flashbacks or when people talk about that there's a movie Jake Chambers 6 The Honor (laughs) of Justice or whatever the fuck the fact that you can pull in those details makes and that your planet can be as small as you want it to be exactly it's like the Outer Worlds thing exactly there's a a town and some place to explore near the town yeah right but no one's like no one instinctually asks the question of like well what's the governing body of like the world and it's like because really, as a, far as you're concerned, in this moment, it doesn't town. matter. Yeah. If it's you know important, I mean? right. it will you would become it. important. Right. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it in the meaning time. Meaning right. Time. It's, not a, it's not until it becomes relevant to you that you really need to worry about it. And something tells me Outer, Outer Worlds does that specifically. It's, <laughs> that game is so good, y'all. Uh, I got I to gotta wrap it up pretty soon, fellas. Yeah. Uh, you guys have any thoughts? All, all that to say. Yeah. yeah. The Heroism Paladin is a good subclass. It's excellent. And I think it, I think it will be in the next game. It fits literally, like, perfectly into the Paladin archetype. I think so. Mm. I think they need to make, like, one of the things that I think they need to come up with is not an emo or shitty. Bad Paladin? More morally ambiguous. Mm. I think, I think. Vengeance is close. Conquest I think vengeance is very close. And co- conquest are great. Uh-huh. But the thing that I struggle with with both of those classes, or both of those subclasses, when not played by like somebody that's like, I want to be a hero, right? Yeah. Which generally, if you're playing a paladin, you kind of want to be a hero. Some form of hero. Anti- yeah, to but, some extent, yeah. But like the paladin that has fallen but gotten power from its fall is like... It's such and a the, fine line. And the DM fallen paladin is not... Something I would want to play. It's oh, like I can yeah. summon one dead thing to be my buddy. It's a bad necromancer. And I can make people yeah. fear me. Undead, get a plus whatever my charisma modifier to their damage rolls. It's it, it seems well made for the first big bad guy a party might face. Yeah. Like I'm and more like I'm more interested I'm more interested in like I become a fighter at that point as a demon. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I lose all my powers and just have all my martial powers. Is there like, anything I've stolen that can give me some edge that, that gives me that fallen paladin yeah. vibe? I don't I don't know yeah. what it is, but it's like it's the one subclass I think of paladin that I'm like can I I Andrew am missing. Can I ask you this? Yeah. If I were to say to you that all of the paladin subclasses can be broken down by motivation, what would the motivation of this paladin be? Because I think ancients is pretty clear. It's mm. it's the tenets and the oaths that you that you 
adhere to, whether it's protection of light, love, art, nature, whatever you want to flavor it. Vengeance, clear motivation. Right, whether right. it's a, a, a single act of vengeance or a larger sort of crusade. Uh, devotion, you know, you yeah, can flavor it, it any kind of way. Hero heroism, I think, is closer to like the pure, like, I want to do good by people. Yeah, not to me, gods, but people. That's why I like it. To me, it yeah. fills a missing space that's been there. But what's mm. that motivation? Like, uh, it's it's one of the reasons Lazarus was the way he was. Like, it was a paladin that probably came from not like a noble background. Oh yeah, not not like I I was I was brought to train like, uh, or born to be, yada or whatever. Greatness like, thrust upon him. Correct. Like, like if you were gonna have like a background, I would probably say like folk folk hero would be like the For background sure. of like, which is like a common paladin one. But it's like the heroism, like tenants and everything that went along with it, and like the flavor they had for it. It just felt like. Uh, 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 the common man paladin that I we've was seen. just thinking of that the right? communist there's a homebrew commie paladin yeah. which I don't think mechanically makes much sense but it's, it's awesome it's, it's flavor wise so one of the best like homebrews I've ever seen but and yeah, it, yeah it's like it the oath feels of the like, common man or yeah something. it's yeah. really good it feels like the person that's like if their god was like don't save this person They'd be like, no, God, I will they do the right thing. They might consider saving the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it feels like the, it feels like the answer to me for the, like, how do I play a lawful good paladin? It feels like the answer uh, of being like. Without being lawful stupid. Yeah. It feels like the answer of like, I'm lawful good, not because I'm like, don't steal, right? Right. I'm lawful good because I'm like, if we're, if, if the rogue in my party is going to steal from these people, I'm going to make sure that their life is at least better. You know what I mean? Like. Like, it doesn't have to necessarily be, like, as confrontational as, like, some of the other paladin archetypes. Do you think? It feels more – it just feels more free to me for choices. For sure. I, I think that I, – I, that, I think that was a terrible example. No, no, I get you, though. But there is, there, is the, there is the question of whether or not you are bound to literally every law and edict of every village that you walk through. And that means you can't ride a horse backwards on Friday. What does lawful mean in that right. sense? Right. But you and, and I both agree, I yeah. think, on, like, the more – open interpretation of like exactly law like, it doesn't have to be does, as far as a personal does, code does order help us or hurt us right and mm -hmm. i feel like that is the goal with most lawful characters mm -hmm. and the the idea that somebody is like a policeman about like you know littering or something and that is as important as killing a necromancer that's just absurd and if you play that could, way could be a really funny thing to it, play it'd be a, it'd be a fun joke I would find it difficult to maintain that that joke for a long term campaign. Yeah. For sure. Uh, for one off, why not? But like, oh, honestly, yeah, like if if you could keep it going, like in a long term campaign, it might be fun as well. But like in terms of deep, like story building, role playing, mm -hmm. that would be more of a gimmick, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Or it just maybe feels you like were cursed. Uh, I think. Right. I think down to earth. I think yeah. is like the mm, word that I would yeah. say. Like it doesn't feel like it's the paladin that doesn't have its head in the clouds. Yeah. But isn't the like the edginess that avenger is yeah like or doesn't have the doesn't have as much potential for Perfect. like the like yeah. look at my look at my guy liner yeah look at my grief it doesn't lend itself to yeah. That. yeah it doesn't lend itself it does to seem that. constructive yeah as a paladin it seems like i i really like it uh, honestly if if i could have looked at all of those when i first made first character yeah right Rogar. Mm -hmm. i probably would have gone with heroism 
for sure. Because mm, I think yeah. I, I really, I remember being surprised that you were an Ancients Paladin, but I think then, if I knew more about it now, I wouldn't have done that. But it makes sense in the sense for that sure. people don't think people think it's like elves and forests and shit. But no, what Rogar did. The like whole deer the, was love and light and you like know the beauty of the world and yeah yeah like joy that. and beauty of the small things that made him a very exactly that made him a very specific flavor of paladin that yeah. uh, I hadn't seen before you chose uh, ancients I, I hadn't picked up on it as a DM and really loved seeing it after that yeah uh, any any thoughts about this game or the arcane uh, on Earth Arcana because I, I do have to go at some. <laughs> no, yeah, I, um, I love this talk and we need to have more of these. Oh yeah, no, I, I think that this is a, yeah, it's a really it's a really cool, yeah, end cool of format. end of uh, side quest end of session thing because this is what we do all the time anyway. Yeah, it's just on <laughs> my mind. Yeah, we do yeah we do this anyway. Uh, but I really like the Twilight cleric a lot. I think that yeah, it cool. fills a very specific role that I. I don't think any other cleric fills as far as the support and also the flavor of it. I think some flavors cry. The flavor is completely yeah. buck wild compared to almost like it feels almost like its own thing in yeah. the D and D universe. It, it's something yeah. out of Trickster, right? It, it feels mm. like a Trickster, even though it doesn't play one. It right. feels like it is meant to be in a in a campaign that has dream. Like first of all, most campaigns. This one aside doesn't don't really feature dreams right yeah not as a prominent thing whereas yeah. this one is that's its whole flavor right like it's like you know it's either you know a god of uh rest or a god of dreams yeah. or you know whatever that is uh travel yeah the the suggested deities are like ones of respite or bravery or protection or travel or transition or the night in dreams uh are sort of the yeah. ones who would be in the yeah. twilight domain so i think yeah what it does is really interesting and i would love to see it actually published in a book yeah. to me it, it was very interesting like it would be cool to play it with uh somebody playing um an illusion wizard or something? No, no, no. The, uh, the, the Twilight? Twilight uh, Druid. Yeah, the Twilight or, Druid, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two Twilight things. The one that was in Xanathar's, uh, along with the Shepherd Druid. That's like you can fae... Fae travel. Fae travel into, uh, like... I, I'm the, not remembering it. Yeah. The ethereal. They would be very interesting to have together. Yeah, I, the, I thought about the, the thing, two though. because they're both Twilight. I, I, like, I like the Cleric better I do 100% than like the, cleric the Xanathar. I can't remember it. Well, it's just like, again, it's why Andrew struggles with some of the new subclasses because it's just like, what does this serve? I would rather play the moon a, druid. A, a moon druid. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like, the classics. Yeah. Like, there, there's a reason. Sometimes so you hit it perfect on the head. Yeah. There's there's a reason why I think there's only been really one thing for the wizards, and it hasn't been good. Right. Right. Lore bard like, nailed it. Fucking nailed it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be a better bard than a lore bard. Right. <laughs> Like wizards, we just did the different schools. It makes total sense. Makes sense that you would have somebody be like, "I'm going to specifically get into one type of magic a little bit more." I would love though a a, a deeper dive into the shit like transmutation wizard and all of the weird utility, like you said, changing the world yeah. kind mm-hmm. of things. the The whole idea of the philosopher's stone is fascinating to me. It just seems incredibly un. It just seems lackluster. It's, yeah. yeah, I I think I think transmutation wizards are arguably the weakest and most powerful depends on it the depends DM. on your dm yeah, yeah. like if you're so if you've got though. a good dm i think you can talk to them about like other uses for the transmutation stone that's mm-hmm. the mo- and, like, that's the good shit and it like that's the cool stuff but like i still like i love that they're like here have polymorph for free uh <laughs> for, for one use free when you're like level 10 yeah right 
Which is fine, but it's also like, give me something that's not a spell. I can already cast polymorph. Right, yeah, I can yeah. cast it anyway. So give me give me like, something else. Like that's give me something weird polymorph. G- yeah, give me yeah. like or give me like uh, something that is transmutative. Transmutative. Like like give me I don't poly know. meld. I can mush two things characters together. together. Yeah, I, I make don't know. chimeras. Now. I make shark bears. Yeah, I don't wow. know. Well, like, let's start writing that home. <laughs> but like, there's just there's already one. I've seen it. Oh really? Yeah, it's a bear with two sharks for arms. Oh my god. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> well, I think uh, it's what's also the art is you could turn into it as a druid, but only with two of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, like. But that's I think that's across the board because every subclass tried to do the thing where it was like, here's a really good shit. Here's some really good shit. Here's a weird flavor thing that's not really that great. Here's some really cool shit. Yeah, yeah. and. and some of them are like, here's only really good shit, and you're like, cool, Moon Druid. You're like, yeah, I'm just gonna do that. <laughs> I'm good, cool. I, why like, would I do anything else? Like, but like, Open if I'm playing mark, a druid, mark. I want to be into turn. I want to be able to turn into animals that can do shit. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like. Right. Uh, well, that's what I yeah. think about the. And yeah, obviously we need to wrap this up pretty soon. Yeah, but no, like, I'm sorry, Joe. But no, you're good. I the, love with this. The sub, with that subclass stuff, like specifically, I think it's interesting with the druids as of late with the UA once they've been trying to put things in there that are different uses of wild shape that are a way to expend that resource, that. but none of them, because if you're just doing it for the sole purpose of turning into animals, none of them are as good at it as the moon druids. Yeah. So it is a way for them to use that feature. If a they, resource. if they, if they want to be a naturey person, who's not like, I want to be a fucking bear and rip the shit out of stuff. It's something else to do yeah. with that feature, which I like. I think it also though becomes balancing the last thing of druid. I think it's why druid's really hard for them to come up with good shit for. Oh, with the unlimited wild shape? Yeah, because yeah. if you give people overpowered shit that's not turning into animals just because they can only use it twice, right. but then they go 20 levels, and then it's like, I can infinitely cast a wall of fire. You, right. You'd have to errata it. You would have to say the infinite only applies to animal shape. Yeah. Like, I, you know what I mean? But like... There's also a... Uh, but that's, I think, the struggle of, like, continuing to grow. I agree. There's a, there's a broadening that happens. Mm. We, we kind of talked about it in the group chat, about, like, the idea that now fighter... Or, like, Battlemaster fighters can just use a superiority die for charisma checks. Like, oh, come, yeah, how it's a like, new maneuver. Like, come on. Like, that's not... A, like, that, the people are supposed to be good at certain things. Like, people are good at certain things and not other things. It's why we function as a party. Yeah. And need teamwork. Truly, I think that's why the mystic is like, forgive me, Jonah, should never see <laughs> oh, any kind of play. It's busted as shit. Because and that's it, why they haven't done anything with it since whenever. Because it, it's busted it as is, hell. It is not only the class that is all classes. It is the class that is all classes in play. Like, you could switch in play. Not just, like, flavor it from the, you know, if you were to set it in stone from beginning, any class you want. I, I could kind of get behind that. A class yeah, that... Like you're like, a wizard that's like, do I want to be support? Do I want to be tank? Yeah. Do I want to be? But as long yeah. as you're stuck one. to that, yeah. But you're not. But stuck But every to long that. rest, you're just like, no, I'm, 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 this I'm an entirely new character. At that point, you you'd never make another character. And yeah, it'd just be changing that one character yeah. in different ways and stuff. Yeah, no, it's 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 super busted, and I'm <laughs> curious if they'll ever do anything to try and like fix it, it do a better version like a of it. You got yeah. mind powers. Come out with new classes. Well, I mean, there's the artificer. I'm just, I'm curious if they will, like, really ever, like, like artificer, really I can kind of see in the universe, but, like, to me, what is missing from right. the adventuring part? There's not really a role that's missing That right you can't, now. that you can't, 
flavor another thing to be. Flavor another thing to be. Yeah. 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 Mechanic. I would have to really sit and think about like what mechanics are missing. And uh, honestly, like it, it all comes down to: are we doing numbers or are we doing flavor? Right. Are, are we doing meaning or are we but doing another? I also think another... that's the difference between like being a group of all. Actors, actors, that's true. Yeah. And directors. That's yeah, true. true. And people that are like far more interested in, in number crunching. Let's flavor it versus like the couple times you or I have been to Adventurers League and been like Numbers, I, numbers, numbers. I hate this. Yeah. Nothing against Adventurers League. It's awesome. I, it's I love awesome what they're us. doing, but yeah. like and believe me, I love me. designing game mechanics. Yeah, like oh yeah. even I mean, as we, simple we wrote as, a game, like, we wrote the fucking game. Even as simple as with bowl, with uh, what did I call it? Uh, input output. Yeah, like that's a game. Yeah, like for sure. in, in in the strictest sense of the word. It reminded that... me of uh, a game you play in uh, Knights of the Old Republic in the first one. But it was, right? it's not the same thing. But it was like you yeah. have to like it's like three columns. It's a matching game. You have game. to get like like you, you basically have to make a pyramid. Yeah, right. But it's all inverted in the wrong way, and so you just have to like figure out which column needs what. Yeah, maybe I'm crazy, but like I actually don't mind all the little Fallout or Skyrim or yeah. like Mass Effect mini games of like hacking or decrypting. Oh, I don't like them, but I wish that they had more variety. That <laughs> and narrative weight. Yeah, more to impact. Me, you cannot play input output like the game that we played with Bull for six consecutive hours because that's not a fun game and you can only vary the rules very quickly so becomes uh 1984 yeah. and you lose your mind but but yeah. when you steep it in role play and in given circumstances and in in lore yeah then it becomes something that is so much more than a simple matching game oh yeah well yeah that's like what happened with input output and other certain things that that's have what not D&D been is. you know uh Oh, in a released episode yet on Manifest, other things to come, like oh, shit, smaller things right. that have that narrative weight. Yeah, uh, that's how you make those things interesting. That'll and come you soon. know, it's what keeps uh, keeps you from just putting It'll probably the fucking. Be out by the time this comes out, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Uh, all I need, really, just a little behind the scenes, is a bull Margaret Lee thing, and then the stage will have been set for the finale. For the finale, yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. I mean, yeah, Manifest. I'm. All the side quests. Like, all the side quests are so different, so fun. And oh, obviously there's we... some things. It's really hard sometimes because, like, as I guess sort of a closing thing or whatever. Yeah. It's – um these are so fun. And I think it's part of why I love doing this and I love doing this with you all is, you know, sometimes we go out to be like, oh, yeah, we'll just record this one thing. We'll bust it out in a night. It's cool. But then we just get so into this yeah. this stuff that we've created, these characters, these worlds stories. and stuff. We love telling the stories. And it. then we it becomes this like, whole big thing. And so sometimes it's hard story? to <laughs> – and so sometimes it's hard to finish these things because it's like, oh, great. We were all available on this one night to do this thing. And we got as far as we could, but we got super into the story and the RP and everything. And now we're like, oh, shit. Now we have to somehow sync the schedules again to it, do this thing again. It's got our hooks in it. It's yeah, hooks in us. Yeah, but the the stories are just so good. And the, the characters are always so fun. And what everybody brings to the table uh, it's it's a really joyful experience, and then you know the the product that comes out, you know after you know very judicious cuts are made or whatever, you know sound effects and all that shit. Like, Not as much as you'd think. I mean, it's mostly just like you know when Fumbling. I'm flipping flipping through spells or whatever. Like, oh. Question. Yes. Sorry. No, yeah. Just no. I'm, that's I'm fine. gonna do what you did at the end of the ep- the show. Oh yeah, to be like, but wait. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Uh, question about circle. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Just yeah. just let's drop back into the story real Please, fast. Please hit me. Would Ias Lazarus, Lazarus have known whether or not protection from good and evil was up after leaving the simulation? 
uh, would you have been able to feel it? Yeah. So in in my mind, that the the things that happened in the simulation are as real as anything would be in the Matrix. Yeah. Mm. And then when they're out, they're not. Okay, cool. In, in the sense that, so I might have the ability to do those things outside, yes. but having done it in there, does it not wasn't carry over. Real. For example, mm. Sacred Guardian or whatever wouldn't follow you out of the simulation. Just curious. Yeah. No, Neo wasn't going to walk question. out. <laughs> yeah, right. Neo. I mean, you would eventually. The thing is, I, I wanted to. Us. I, I'm glad that you instantly tried to use your god-given powers yeah because it was like this is this is exactly what i've been saving it for was I, like wait no I, I wanted it to be clear that it's not gone yeah but in the real world it's not this it it's the you, you're hurt yeah you know which is really cool because now i'm thinking about your answers you gave to the first commune group oh yes, yeah no, i'm yes, really no, thinking no, about like, commune. Oh, stop cool. what happens to, in these yeah. visions and the answer is it already happened yeah, yeah. it's still yeah. happening yeah i thought that that was Fascinating. Go thinking back to those things that's that are yeah. at the beginning. That's a circle. Yeah, it's wild. Any other questions about circle? Because I, I don't have any last remarks. I I, I totally co-signed what awesome. you said. Yeah, that's great. Great work. Yeah, great work. I love you so guys. And I'm so glad that we get to do this. Seal of approval. Yeah, stamp. Cool. I'm gonna take some ibuprofen because I feel like I just got like do some psychic <laughs> Yeah. Yes, please. I don't have any. Yeah, hey, uh, peace out, listeners. Be good. Thanks for listening to this weird behind-the-scenes thing. We'll do more of these. I want to do more of these with the whole crew. Oh, definitely. Definitely, definitely. I love you. Junkus. Mm, but...